Welcome everyone, we're about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, the power of words, Sheer number 13. If someone shows you something that's, that he just bought, do not say anything derogatory or negative about that item, unless it's necessary to do so for practical or constructive reasons. Instead, you should try to find something you could praise about that item. Don't, con- don't comment on the quality of it, the durability of it, the price and the limitations. Not to say something like, oh, I bought the same thing and I didn't like it. Because while you might not be pleased with the purchase, this person may have a different standard, a different taste. They could be pleased with their purchase. And your negative comment causes them to focus on what he doesn't like about the item instead of the positive aspects that he does look at the item. And the more expensive that is, the more careful you need to be. person just bought a house, for example. He bought it. Negative comments about it will be painful. More than if he just bought a pair of shoes and you're knocking the shoes. It's a, it's a, a house is a real big thing. So if the person is able to return the item, if he's not satisfied with, or if it could cause him some harm or loss, if he is not careful with that item, then it's a chesetaka to let him know about the drawbacks of that item. But before you make that negative comment about the item, about you know, when you're not sure that it may or may not be returnable, ask subtle questions first to sort of figure out if the person can or can't return it. You know, in other words, don't tell him, oh, I hope this item is returnable because if it is, uh, you know, there's something real, you know, then, then return it if there's something really wrong with it. First, you subtly figure it out um, because it'll make him feel bad otherwise. So in general, though, make a policy to praise a person when he bought certain things, especially if he bought it a while ago, you know it's done, and make him feel happy about the purchase that he made and said, oh, it looks really nice, or you must be pleased with this, or it seems like you're benefiting a lot from this, and so on and so forth. Another thing is very important is that people have the tendency to insult others for breaking things or spilling things, even... um, you know, children, which is natural for them to spill things. So you could tell them to be more careful. You know, if they put the cup at the edge of the table, you could explain to them that you have to move it further away, away, you know, from the from the corner of the table so it shouldn't spill. That you could teach, that you could educate. But to yell and scream or insult if someone broke something uh, is really, really hurtful. If he breaks it on purpose, then yeah, he should be admonished and give him proper or her proper discipline as a child if they broke something intentionally. You know, use your chachma, but there they, they do need some type of uh, admonishment that they should recognize that it was wrong. You're, you're damaging something. But if it was a carelessness, sometimes you could teach them to be more careful. If you see it was taka, you know, during the course of kids will be kids, they'll spill something. One shouldn't be nervous or upset at all. Some people lack certain motor skills that other people have. Need to be compassionate about that, and the idea is is you don't cause someone pain because he broke something or he spilled something, like you're clumsy, you always break things. There you go, you spilled the milk again. What's wrong with you? No, you don't say those things. Instead, you ask and you help. Let me help you clean up this mess. I realize it was an accident. It can happen to anyone. Remember, no crying over spilled milk when it spills. So that's the concept. And if you scream at somebody or yell at somebody, even roll your eyes at somebody 
that basically conveying to them they're clumsy, it makes the person more nervous, and he'll be more likely to break or spill something again. And you may feel upset or angry when someone caused you a loss of money. If it was a guest and they broke something that was valuable to you, but don't take it out on that person who did not mean anything wrong. Here's where you rely on Amuna and recognize that Hashem is min Hashemayim, and and you work on your midos and make the person feel at ease. Another thing that's so important is is that we often try to catch people and we notice things that are wrong, that people do the wrong thing. Oh, we we right away have this radar and we zoom in on it. We always catch others at their worst. People have a tendency to look for that. Even if someone is 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 very good most of the time, there'll be a certain percentage that he'll do something wrong, and critical people will focus on that. They'll focus on that small wrong, remember it, keep commenting on it, harboring a grudge for it, and so on and so forth. Like, I caught you. They enjoy it. They have an eager satisfaction, a gleam in their eye. When they find something wrong with somebody else, or they made a mistake, or they made a flaw, they actually enjoy it. They enjoy finding fault in others. So you have, we have to all look to our self-examination to see if we have that a little bit of that in us, where whether we sometimes feel happy when someone else makes a mistake or has a flaw and we catch them on it. Because the right way to motivate a person to approve is more when you catch them on doing something right and reinforcing that than when there's something wrong. Now, when someone learns a new skill, in the beginning, they'll do it wrong. But if you give him encouragement, he'll increase that, the doing it the right way. So, so sometimes you have to, see, when you see the wrong in others, you may have to correct it, whatever it is. But the focus is on the good. If people who focus more on the wrong, ultimately they'll end up being over the Isra of Inaz in many ways. While a person who always catches people doing the right things and give them encouragement on the right things, they will have a positive influence on the person and that will help as well. And that's what a person should think about. Especially people that you were critical of in the past and look negatively in the past. Do your best from going forward to go out of your way to... Um, be pleasant to them and see their positive side. So to review the three points of the share, when someone bought already an item or bought a, bought a house or showing you something that they purchased that they're proud of and they're happy with, um, praise that object. Don't say some, anything negative that would cause a nastvarim. If there's a situation where it's harmful, this item, or whether it, if it is returnable, try to find that in a subtle way. Then you could mention something possibly but otherwise there's no point in it and doing that will make a person feel bad. And also when people break things or spill things, whether guests at a Shabbos table, whether one's own children, one has to be very careful not to break them and not to yell at them or insult them for breaking or spilling things. And another thing is to catch people doing things right. This is the best way to get around the Inastavarim. If you look at the negative and you zoom in on it, it's more likely you'll be over over time. Chas v'shalom in many of the Isurim of Inas Tavarim. Look at what people do right. Bring out their potential that way, their positive influence. And that will save you from Inas Tavarim 
and will bring you to tons and tons of mitzvahs and chesed that will bring you tremendous reward and happiness both in this world and in the next world. Brochav Hatzlacha.